this is Sarah. And this is Rob. And you're listening to How Much Do We Love, episode 153. Here it is. Here it is, folks, where where we talk about stuff we love and how much we love it, in case you're new to the show. That's what it's about. Oh, that is what it is about. It's good to everyone's while give the definition, our <laughs> thesis statement. In case it was unclear from the name. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I had subscribed to Bitch Fest. I thought this was about cooking. Um, <laughs> sometimes it is. Well, tonight we're going to talk about some stuff we love, and I'm going to start with a new fun gadget I have, you guys. Want to hear all you about it? You know how I love the gadget. Yes. Um, and you know how I don't really enjoy exercising. <laughs> right? So, yes, I do know that about you. <laughs> now, do you remember? I, the recap. I do it. I just don't like it. You like, know, it's not fun to me. It's hard to enjoy it. No, some people like it. I'm, it's not me. But that's for our other show, Things We Don't Like. Um, <laughs> but we do anyway. So I have a new gadget. Remember a long time ago we talked about pedometers? Yes. And everyone went out and got a pedometer. They're like $7. It was super fun. And we were all trying to do our 10,000 steps a day. Yes. So this is kind of like a pedometer on steroids. It's a little okay. more expensive. It's $99. It's called a oh. Fit, Fitbit. Okay. You can go to Fitbit.com. It's super fancy. It's a little apparatus you stick it on your you know belt loop or i stick it in the center of my bra actually and it measures your steps it also measures how active you are so um it it, at the end of the day it'll tell you 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 know 43 super active minutes four hours of pretty much being sedentary two hours of being lightly active has tons and tons of statistics so but the point is it syncs to the internet and you have a, a, you know, a page on Fitbit.com where it shows you all of your stats. Now, I also love statistics. Yes. And you can also make friends with other Fitbit users. Well, like, you know, if you had a Fitbit, we could be Fitbit buddies. Sure. It also can tell when you go upstairs. So it tracks how many flights of stairs you've done. It tells you how many calories you've burned. You can also log your food in there if you want. And it'll tell you the, you know, how much you've calories you've taken in and how many you've burned. It's like a geek's paradise. I love it. It's so fun. And um, you just wear it all day. And then you it has a little like dock that goes into your computer with a USB port. Mm-hmm. And it's wireless. You don't even have to stick it on the dock. If your computer's on and the dock is plugged in and you're just in the vicinity, it'll sync. I like it. You don't it. even have to take it off and plug it in. So throughout the day, you can be like, oh, let's check my stats. It's fun. I feel like I would forget to put it on. No, 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 no. You don't. Because if you walk around the house for 20 minutes in the morning and then you remember to put it on, it's soul crushing. Because you're like, God, I probably got like 150 steps. I had taken it off out of my bra and was showing it to a friend that I was giving a ride home in the car yesterday. And so it was sitting in the car. And then I went into Trader Joe's and did grocery shopping. Oh, no. And then finished. I came home. I'm walking around the house. And I was like, my Fitbit. And so I ran out, you know, I, but I missed a few hundred steps. And yeah. it's very motivating. At the end of the day, I'm like, I call it fitting in my bits. I'm like, I got to fit in my bits. I got <laughs> to get some more steps. Like, I'll go walk around the neighborhood. Or I've been go- I went to the gym four times last week. Nice. Four times, people. That's awesome. I don't ever go to the gym four times. Boring. It's so boring. But I do it, and I, the Fitbit makes it more fun. Now, another cool thing it does is it tracks your sleep. So at night, you stick it in this little wristband, and then when you're going, when you're ready to go to sleep, you hit a button on it, and in the morning when you wake up, you hit the button again, and then it tells you on the website, you woke up 15 times, you know, you 
fell asleep oh. in five minutes. And it's just based on your movement. So I don't know how, you know, Yeah, I had is. a friend who, there's another app that does that. I had some friends who were doing yeah. that that was like tra- the sleep tracker or something yeah, like that. Yeah, there are some iPhone called. ones yeah. that do it where like you put it under your pillow or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is actually on your wrist. And that is totally fascinating. It also makes me realize, wait, I'm not sleeping well these days, people. Mm-hmm. I knew I knew I wasn't, but now, now, you know. now it's right in front of me in a graph. I like a graph. There's so many fun graphs. I like it. You okay. can track your weight and, you know, it's and it has all this history and then it has a leaderboard and shows, you know, who out of the last 7 days who of your friends has the highest average number of steps taken per day. I mean, can you imagine when I'm doing ensemble work in My Fair Lady, the amount of hitch kicks that I'm going to be doing? That counts for a few steps. I think it probably does. It has Is there a, little... a way for me to work the Fitbit into fingerless Cockney gloves? You can probably just put it right on your dance belt. Uh, if, <laughs> if ever I'm in a show that actually requires a dance belt, you know that things are terribly awry. <laughs> Something has gone wrong. Wrong. Oh, oh! so then there, there's a bunch of different things. So you can, and it just has a display on it and one button. So you can cycle through it. It tells you how many steps you've taken how many calories you've burned, how many flights of stairs you've gone up, which is interesting for me because I don't have stairs in my daily life. Mm-hmm. My house is one story. My office is one story. I don't go anywhere with stairs. At the gym, I have to go up one flight of stairs to get into the entrance, and I have to go up one flight of stairs to get to the cardio floor. Mm-hmm. But that's it. So part of me is like, i got to find some stairs. Right. It also has a little flower. with a, it, it shows a stem, and then depending on how active you're being – it grows more leaves. So like if you're being lame and sitting at your desk, it has like one or two leaves. But when you're on the elliptical for half an hour, it gets like 10 leaves. Oh, I like it. And then it also, when you pick it up, you can, you can set a message for it to show whenever you pick it up. And I, I set mine to say, hi, fatty. Oh, sure. <laughs> it makes me laugh every time. I'm like, all right, motivated. Motivated. So, I like it, you guys. Fitbit. F-I-T-B-I-T. You got to fit in your bits. Fit, fit in your bits. Fit Get bit. Fitbit.com. So uh, are you friending people? Well, a bunch of my to... friends have them. That's how I knew All about right. it. And then finally okay. I got sucked in. Um, so I have, I don't know, five or six friends with them. But you guys, if you have a Fitbit, send me a note. We can be Fitbit friends. Fitbit friends. It's fun to say as well. Fitbit. It is fun. Fitbit. 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 All right. So that's our thing. Number one that we love. How much do we love? The Fitbit. Our next topic is my new favorite gadget, which isn't really a gadget, but uh, and it also doesn't track anything. Try to say that I'm very fit, but it was a gift, and it was a really good gift. Uh, It is, uh, I I think I don't know where all they sell them, but mine is from Crate and Barrel. It's a Mario Batali pizza pan. Exciting. I'm very excited about it. It's actually on sale right now, folks, at Crate and Barrel. It is ginormous, first of all. So you could probably do like four mini pizzas on it or one gigantic XL pizza on it. It's huge. Four mini? Does it fit in your oven? Yeah, it fits in the oven, but it kind of takes up the whole oven rack. I was going to say the only thing that's a little weird about it is you have to have a cabinet. Like my pots and pan cabinet, it has two doors on it, but I have to kind of like take it in through one side and then lay it on the ground and put all the rest of the pots and pans on top mm. of it because it's huge. I but bet it would fit a, in my broiler drawer, which the drawer under my stove that isn't. I should do that because that's where I keep my cookie yeah. sheets. It's, and the, it's not really a broiler drawer. It's just storage on mine. But that's, that's, that's how yeah. mine is too. Like my, um, anyway, it's, it's a gigantic, it is heavy, heavy cast iron. 
And then it on the bottom of it and the handles of it are red enamel. It was cute. You sent me a pic. Very cute. Oh, it's so cute. It looks like it would go, you know, it, it, you know, he also has a line of like Dutch ovens and grill pans, but I'm a little loyal to La Crusade for all of that kind of stuff. But this is genius. And I, I had friends coming over and I think I registered for it. I'm not sure, but uh, got it as a wedding gift and uh, had friends coming over last night and it was like a kind of a casual dinner party and we wanted to all cook together. Well, that's fun. I was like, okay, cool. And Christine and Bethany were coming over and I was like, all right, well, we're going to make, let's do like, and we're all kind of like trying to be kind of healthy. So I'm like, well, what if we make like a big salad and then maybe we do like some like flatbread pizza type thing. And then that can be the like indulgent part. So I'm like, all right, before the girls come, I'll like make homemade pizza dough. Oh yeah. I was going all out. That was going to be my next question. Where'd the dough come from? No, I did like full on like, Fleshman's yeast, punch it down, let it rise nice. kind of thing. Yeah. This is what you do when you're unemployed. <laughs> and, yeah. So uh, this – it's huge and awesome and great, this pizza's and it's like better than a pizza stone. I used to have a pizza stone. Yeah. And I, I didn't like it as much as this. I, and I think part crispy? of it – it got super <gasps> crispy. Crispy. Super, super crispy. And and I didn't do anything to the pan. All I did is like I the dough recipe that I had was really great. And I had like perfect elastic y kind of dough. Mm. And then I just took like a handful of cornmeal and scattered it on the pan. And right on the pan, I spread it out and just freeform with your smushed it out with your hands. <laughs> Preformed, like did a basic red sauce, some fresh basil. I had cut up fresh mozzarella, just like did kind of a margarita pizza action, drizzled some olive olive oil on it. Mm. It was delicious. And like right away, I was thinking of a gazillion other things I could do <gasps> on it. I was like, oh, I could. That crispy. That's the part that's mesmerizing to me. Really, anytime really crispy. I make my own, the dough is my downfall. Hmm. Yeah. Right. And, and it's like, and it's beautiful. Like if you wanted mm-hmm. to, you could just take it and put it on like a trivet and serve right off of it. Which actually I thought even sometime in my future, if I was having like a big buffet of like appetizers, it would be like a good makeshift yeah. serving platter. You could put like little so- mini quiches or whatever or yeah, slices it's like, of stuff. And it's gorgeous cast iron. I'm yeah. like it's durable as all heck. Um but it's a so anyway, look it up. I'm kind of obsessed with it right now. It makes me want to make pizza every night. So, um, is the surface that the dough is like the main surface of it? Is it enameled or is the is it like um it is like not. a cast iron the bottom, pan? The like a you know like a skillet. Exactly. The okay. bottom side is red enamel, and the handles are, and then the top side is that kind of like pebbly yeah. cast iron. So um, do you have to season it? I didn't. Hmm. And then so you don't wash it with soap. You treat it like cast iron. I just washed it normal, and it looks. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess it's not a matter of things sticking because you know how with regular cast iron. Yeah, if you I don't was wash it like with soap and blah blah like, blah, like make a frittata on it, I probably would get a Let or it like get seasons right or like do, uh, you know, bacon on it or something. But uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I, and actually, I was looking because I know it came with like uh, uh, very simple instructions, but I'm pretty sure that they're in either in a junk drawer or I threw them away. I wonder what uh, else you could make on it. 
I feel like you could definitely do like a like a hala loaf or a boule. Mm. You could, you know, because mm-hmm. I, when I had a pizza stone, that was a big thing. They were like, oh, you know, you just use it like uh, you would like a baker's oven. It's just a nice because you could you can uh, put put it in and preheat the pan as well. Yeah. In fact, I, the recipe that I had last night for the pizza dough made enough for two large pizzas. So, and I was going to just refrigerate the dough and whatever, but it was like, it came out of the oven. And I also, from Great and Barrel, they have a pizza server slash cutting board. Ooh. It is like a big red, also red, like jelly cutting board with Ooh. a wire handle rack thing underneath it. Oh. So what I did is I slid the pizza right, and it was that crispy and that like, wow. it, that it could slide. I know what you mean, yeah. Slide right off the cast iron onto the little cutting board server, cut it, and immediately I like rolled out another thing and put it right Slapped on the it hot right on thing the- and put another one in. And I made, so now I have like a couple of little lunch leftovers of pizza fantastic anyway check it out both of those and also how much do we love uh when you get a gift and there's like it's like packaged all like thematically and this was all one gift it was like someone had gotten me the little mario batali pizza thing and then the server and then an OXO pizza cutter, which I had not Perfect. registered. But whoever did it was like, oh, you should have a pizza cutter to go with it. Thank you to whomever that is. Have you already sent them a thank you note? Or you, uh, do you remember? I have sent all my, my thank you notes out. Do you remember Long. who gave it to you? My friend Dana. Oh, okay. I thought you weren't sure. No. Got it. That's a good I've gift. Well done, to- Dana. Well done. Yeah, Dana Dana did a great job. So anyway, check it out. I, I think that Mario Batali sells his cookware elsewhere, but I know that uh, Crate and Barrel has it. You can order it online. And I know that right now it's on sale. I think the big pizza tray, and I'm telling you, it's huge. You hmm. could easily do like a gigantic party pizza thing on it. And I think also if you were going to do um, – if you want to do pizzas on a grill, mm-hmm. I know you can just put it on the grill. Yeah, you, that's that, what I want to talk about next. This, this, I feel like would also transfer to like a big round Weber grill. That's the size of it. It's like the size wow. of a big that's Weber big. grill. Yeah. Big. Well, I had a pizza making experience um, recently that we were going to talk about, but never did, but we can do it now. Where, um, and I didn't make my own dough. I bought dough from Trader Joe's because I'm lazy. Oh. And their dough's good. Their pizza dough. I've never tried it, but now I'm going to because I have this pizza. And you can freeze it. Ooh, love it. So you can put a few in the freezer and then you always have it. That's what they tell me. People who have done it before tell me that. Um, (laughs) So I would assume they know. I heated up the grill and I did one side on high and the other side on low. Took the dough out to the grill. There's a little, it kind of freeformed it on a cookie sheet, right? Into a, into a kind of a ovally shape. Yeah. Um, the hard part is getting it onto the grill because you have to sort of pick it up like a sheet and drop it down. You mm-hmm. So you brush it with olive oil. You throw it down on the grill. Now you can do this on a pizza stone too, but as far as I'm concerned, that is baking a pizza on the grill. This is actually grilling the pizza. Right. You toss it right on there. You let it cook for, you, I think I closed, no, I think the lid was open. Let it cook for just a minute or two. You pull it off mm-hmm. and you flip it, pull it back onto your cookie sheet. You flip it over. So now the partially cooked side is up got it mm, you put uh-huh. you put your toppings on it 
on the partially crunchy side now because that side's baked. Yum. Then you stick it back on the grill on the low side of the grill, and then you can close the oven, close the lid, and just bake it until it's done. Now we made two when we did it, and there was a little bit of an issue with the char factor was a little high. I had a little, I need to work a little on my temperature settings. Sure. Um, we did one that was a red sauce one that was really good, but the one that was really good, we didn't do any sauce. I just drizzled mm-hmm. it with olive oil. I put um, some shredded fontina. Yum. Some, um, a whole bunch of arugula and some blob, some blobs of ricotta cheese. Yummy! Oh my god, it was so good. And that one, like the the you know the cr- the crust was really crispy and chewy, and it yeah. was better than the one with the sauce. I think the crust turned out better without the sauce. I think it just needs I need to practice, but really fun, you guys. Pizza on the grill or in a fancy Mario Batali pan, homemade pizza. That is what this topic is called. That's what it is. We just that's we what just realized that's what it's. Sometimes the topic presents itself to us. Yes. So how do you guys like making pizza at home? I like. Some it's people good. have those pans that have the holes in them, you know? Yes. How do those work out for you? I, I'm not afraid of a little bit of a char no, on my crust. I, I like no. that crunchy, chewy yeah. char factor. The char factor on the arugula one was like pushing 11 in some places. Yeah. Um, but other than that, it was delicious. And the arugula wilted down. It was so good. I think maybe Love I it. put a little shredded like Romano on it. I would put a on there too. I was with. I said that at that time, but my friend who was with me is vegetarian. And some non-meaters. Meat, so well, I, prosciutto we, it doesn't happen so much in my household either. Right. So we we, we went without the meat, and it was totally delicious without it. Mm. Um, Yummy. So have it. Homemade pizza. Pizza on the grill. Pizza in we the fancy pan. We had pizza on the grill when I was out at yep. your place, and we went to the berries. Yes, and they did it on a pizza stone, and it was also they did. delicious. They had a pizza stone, and they and they had kind of like a. It was like uh, you make your own omelet station. Like we could, everybody could do their own thing. So she had so much dough. She and she bought all that dough at Trader Joe's, but I, mean, I think she probably had at least ten of those bags of dough, and there were just good. bowls of dough everywhere. And you would just grab a handful of it and make a little pizza, throw it on the grill. It's good. All right. They have a whole wheat version at the Trader Joe's. They have an herb version. I'm gonna do this. I, I, I think I, it's like a dollar ninety nine too. It's cheap. It was, uh, you know, it was no big deal to do my own. And I actually really, really, really enjoyed, I didn't use my dough hook or anything. I full on like was, this this recipe was like, uh, you needed to do it um, in the food processor to start. Uh-huh. And then uh, turn it out onto your floured board, which for me always means a clean countertop. Countertop, right. Exactly. Uh, and, oh, me too. That's why you have But then it was like, but knead it for four to five minutes. It's a long time. It was very satisfying Your Fitbit flower might have gone up a couple of leaves from that activity. I bet it would have because I, I was feeling it in the... The biceps, the, the, the laps, the triceps. That's actually, some, that's the kind of sideways one. Yeah, yeah. some kind of seps. Yeah, Inception. some seps. Inceps. In, in, Consensión. Um, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so well everyone should make pizza. That's what we're saying to you. That's what we're really getting to is that yeah. what if you make pizza all the time? What if you made it? Um, all right. So we have one more topic, and this is a shorty because it's just starting. It's a new, another TV show that we watched the first season of a couple of years ago. Uh-huh. And we've brought it back, you guys. How much do we love Work of Art on Bravo? Excited. Did you watch the first season? I loved the first season. It's it's Project Runway with artists. 
Yes. It's, you know, or any of those other Bravo shows, right? There's a yeah. whole slew of them now. Yeah. And they have a bunch of artists. They have to do a challenge each week where they have to make some kind of a piece based on some sort of theme or within some kind of parameters or restrictions. And it's a fantastic. Lot of some sort of like celebrity judge that has something to do with the challenge kind of thing. Right. I want to say Sarah Jessica Parker is involved. She's the executive She's, producer. There you go. And it has all fancy art people. Um, the people on it are freaky and great. And some of the stuff yeah. they make is amazing. So before we were, we were recording tonight, I, I had watched like the first eight minutes. Um, and then it was time to record. And I can't wait to go back and watch the rest of it. The people are all, some of them are just weird. There's one yeah. guy, his name is the Suck Lord. That is his name. Whoa. Oh, hi, I'm Jasmine. I'm the Suck Lord. <laughs> They're like, what? The Suck Lord? Yeah. yeah. The Suck Lord. Um. So there's the deaf guy who has an, um, a sign language interpreter with him at all times. He's been deaf since birth. There's a, like a woman named Jasmine, but it's spelled like J-A-Z-Z dash M-I-N-H. No, thank you. <laughs> she said she grew up on some sort of hippie commune. Of course she did. Yeah. Um, it looks good, you guys. It's exciting. So check it out. Work of Art on Bravo. Now, do you know, are, is this season taping in Chicago? Um, No. Because there was a very strange uh, thing because I, I wasn't I don't sure think this so. sh- I didn't I wasn't sure this show was ever gonna come back because as yeah, the was first season ago. was uh, airing, there were uh there's an area on State Street of Chicago where the old Carson Peary Scott building was, which is a historic building like uh, designed by Louis B. Sullivan or mm-hmm. is that his name? Mm, that sounds the architect. sounds right, yeah. Uh, I might have Sullivan. I know it's yeah. that. Louis B sounded weird, like Louis B Mayer. Um, Louis B Armstrong. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I, it's not, it's I don't Sullivan. Know. Anyway, it's that historic building with the like wrought iron front on it. And anyway, there were these big signs in it. It said "Coming soon, next work." Of, it was like the intimating that Bravo was going to be. Te- and I was like, "Well, is it filming in Chicago now?" And hmm. like. My friend Joey and I were getting really excited. We're like, oh, we're totally going to just like hang out here so we can be friends with all the crazy hipster crazy. artist kids. Oh, uh, by the way, it's H. Louis H. Mayer. H. Sullivan. H. Lindley. I don't know. Yes. Lindley. Yeah. Sullivan. No, you know, I don't, I don't think, I feel no, like I, I would have caught I, on I to that. I was kind of half watching, but I think they're in New York. Yeah, because I think they would have done like, no, wait, Yee. because they're in a museum when it starts. Well, I want to say... It's probably Brooklyn, New York. Famous. I think so. Because I know they win a solo show at... At the Brooklyn Museum of Art. Yes. And then I think my brain just assumed that's what, where they were when they were all meeting each other. I'll bet you that's what it is again. Yeah. And maybe like... Because it seemed like it wasn't going to happen this second season. It seemed like no. maybe... In fact... They waited a while. It's been a couple years. In fact, I was getting ready to delete the season pass from my DVR. I was like, oh, that's never coming back. This was like uh, six weeks ago. And so I Googled it and it was like just like two days before there were all these articles that were like, work of art season two, it's coming back. Love it. I know. I'm really excited, especially because I'm enjoying, well, Project Runway is kind of getting into the home stretch. Um, yeah. Top Chef Just Desserts seems to be, there's only like home five stretch. of them left. Both of those. I like those. I like those shows. They're I like good. That kind of show. Um, here's something that we had talked about maybe being a topic, but we, I wasn't sure if it's something I love or something that I hate. My mm, line walker. Sh- 
My husband does not enjoy it, but this is something I want you all to just be a part of and it's and make into your vernacular. And this comes from my hubby, Doug. Uh, he sings to the tune of Hot Pocket short segment. If you're watching one of the Bravo shows and or or Lifetime, if it's uh, Project Runway. Runway, at about minute 40, and it's always going to be 40 on your TiVo or your DVR, there's going to be a short segment that is very tiny and it's only comical. Right. It, it's only lighthearted and, it, and it's probably at best 90 seconds long. Yeah, it's like a commercial in the middle of the commercials yeah. almost. And, and it, 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 it makes you stop yeah. your DVR thing. And that's why Doug gets annoyed by it. He's like, oh, short segment. I like so, the short segment. But it's always kind of a fun thing. It's like, oh, this is where we show Swatch the Dog at Mood. Or, <laughs> or this is where it's like. This is where we uh, show Michael Kors and Heidi losing it at judging. And, and we do like a, what uh, oh, the fun Italian uh, Top Chef all-star. Fabio. Fabio. It's like we just do a, a montage of him mispronouncing things right. for 90 seconds. Short segment. Perfect. That's what we call it. It's always about like 37, 38, 39 even Rachel's own project has started doing it. When I, another thing I like about it is that sometimes you don't know that that's what you're watching. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Sometimes I know because, usually okay. I know because I'm usually fast forwarding past it and then I go back. But sometimes I just get to it and I think it's the show again. And then it's just a little short segment. Short segment. I like it. All right, let's recap. Oh, hey. Ukulele interlude. Let's have a couple of, let's hear a turnaround there. I had a, I had a, I had the uke right here, so yeah. I thought I'd give. No, I, let's hear a little more. Why don't no? Why don't you underscore while I recap? Okay. How about that? Hit it. How much do we love the Fitbit? We love it. How much do we love the Mario Batali pizza pan or and or pizza on the grill? We, we love, love it. it. <laughs> How much do we love? I can't really hear it. Play it a little louder. How much well, do we love work of our own Bravo? Oh. Okay, it's low. Give us a big finish. Ah, that's good. it. We'll see you next see you. time on How Much Do We Love. <laughs> <laughs>